lot better. Thank you very much. Right. I got a cold. Can anybody hear that? Just barely. Mm. It's ruining the whole night. Just it's been three and a half years since I've been sick with anything. Uh, Nothing, wow. even through the pandemic. Wow. And I got this cold. I think it's that um, anxiety thing that happened. Could be. I, you know. I also Whenever I get angry, if, I get a cold. I also wonder if it's just these vitamins I'm taking. Seriously, yeah. I've been taking these like this big multi pack. Yeah. I don't know if it's helping me. I don't think it's hurting you. What about the collagen? Did you talk? Oh suck- yeah. Yep. Sucking that down yeah. every day. Yeah. Yep. See. I'm getting younger. You are. You are. I bet. I bet you're gonna notice your hair's growing real fast. Yep. <laughs> my chest hair is just popping oh, out. Just, <laughs> getting all curly. I wanted to show you my new phone case. And. Oh yeah. It's not exciting. Is that a James Webb? It must be, but you know, it, it, I mean, it's not. But it's it's a Hubble because it's not very clear. But I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool to do a mural like this, like a James Webb style mural? Oh. They keep coming out with so many amazing. That's a great idea. Do actually a James Webb yes. photograph? Yes. Realistic mural. Yes. It's a great idea. Wouldn't that be just an one of those thing? living murals? Like what? Oh, like you keep adding to it? No, like the ones like there's several downtown in the short north. Oh, we are uh, downtown. <laughs> augmented. Yeah, those are kind of cool. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that would be cool. You could make it breathe or make it look like it's turning or the the sky is yep. moving. Yep, that'd be a great time. All to the do holographic that. stuff is getting scary. Um, the holographic stuff's getting so like realistic. It does make you think you live in a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's it's so daggone realistic. I'm like 40% there. Yeah. I, I could see it. I mean I I could too. It goes with the reincarnation thing quite well, actually. The whole thing lines up for me. Well, when you learn that our DNA is essentially a, a, a hard drive. Yeah. And it can store I don't know. I'm going to get the wrong word but like terabytes you know of information on a single in a single drop and you start to think that we're just this biological uh, avatar in and the, the the spirit inhabits and animates in order to experience certain things and that you know apparently you have 14 generations of memory in that epigenetically so the 14 ancestors 14 generations of your ancestors you can also your body and your dna stores data on those on those family members and what they went through and i mean it's it's ingenious when you think about it right that makes sense because how else would you create memory how else would you make sure that they knew which mushroom to pick and how else would you make sure they knew where the watering holes were and how to survive droughts and famines and all kinds of things you have to encode it somehow and then imagine being activating it with solar energy or photonic energy based on where the planet is in the solar system and you know how it's traveling through the galaxy so I mean, it, it, the idea that DNA is, is, a, is a hard drive and it's just zeros and ones and you can upload information and download information just like we do with our computers. Mm. It's pretty fascinating that that seems, to, and they're making quantum computers now that with DNA. 
um, as the storage medium. So come on. Wow. <laughs> come on. You're a, a walking oh. quantum computer. So how much of this, uh, how much of our life is actually current and how much are we living out past, you know, past generations? I mean, are all my anxieties because, you know, at one time I fell off a cliff or, you know, my uh, whatever. Highly got likely. in a cave. Highly and likely. I have an anxiety. You know, I don't like, I don't like tight spaces because I got beat to death in a cave somewhere. Highly likely that you are remembering something. Amazing. That's ancestral in nature. Billy Carson talks a lot about that. We, we talked about this before where yeah. you're actually, you know, if, if an animal uh, dies, a, a, you know, a screaming death, you're feeling that. Uh, you you're eating that. You are. Basically. Torture. You're eating tortured meat. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. I, all of it. I mean, it just, when you start to see the world through the lens of energy and vibration and frequency, you start to, to experience everything that you do differently and every choice that you make differently so even if you're angry with someone and you don't say anything that energy still exists right and you know i remember one of my gateway drugs to looking into this was the ghost phenomena you know all those ghost television shows that came on in the in the 90s and i made it my mission to kind of dig into that stuff and I eventually got to a point where I was like okay I understand it as well as I need to to live my life peacefully and not live in fear but be empowered and to truly understand what this represents and I think that sort of ghosts and hauntings and stuff like that are just remnants of echoes echoes of energy and yeah. echoes of emotion yeah that occurred in a particular location because once you have emotion in it in a situation intense love hate vengeance whatever it might be it's not un, un crazy to imagine that it, some vestige of that would still survive like a tape uh like a tape yes. being recorded like you yeah. record it back you rep but a little bit of that stayed just yes. like our spirit <clears throat> And our soul have moved on, but a little bit of that stayed there. Just that little that little echo just yeah, stayed there. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. And it keeps playing back <clears throat> the same thing. I mean, oftentimes it's always the same things. You hear the footsteps or yeah. you see the old lady in the chair or and it's always the same mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the old lady in the chair sat in the chair right. every day for eighty petting years. The cat. Yeah. Petting the cat. Felt feelings and so forth and they're encoded in the location yeah. so i i don't i don't think that is hard to imagine especially if it was intense right so all of these things that we're experiencing is the these bio this biological body gets to experience it's, it's frequency is something that you just brought up so yeah um i kind of i would just listen to it yesterday i believe uh I don't know where we're heading in the solar system, but we're going to a new location. Or, uh, or we've, we've come down to where we're all lined up on the planets like a, uh, like a pizza. We're all, like, we're all like at the same pepperonis <laughs> level, right? We're all sitting there. Some, something about that. And this one guy was talking about he believes that there's a new, new frequency heading our way. And yes. apparently this, this new frequency, well, if you think of our heads as being antennas, 
I, I could really see that. I have always thought I haven't always thought that, but for the past ten years, I've heard that a little bit. It makes a lot of sense to me, because our consciousness is not really our brain, and our aura is around us. I could see our heads being able to take in frequencies, but he was saying that he believes that we are by April of this next year we're going to be taking on a new frequency and that frequency is actually much more positive than it has been in recent times that we're ready to we're hitting a we're hitting a, a calmer spot i don't know i mean i love the way to think about it I'm like great i that hope so because we sure need that awesome that I, I wish i had the right words uh, exactly for this but on a lot of You've heard of the Schumann Residence, which mm -hmm. describes the frequency, the energetic frequency of the planet Earth. And uh, as a celestial body, it has a frequency, and that frequency is measured uh, in a thing called the Schumann Residence. And I, the number that's dancing in front of my mind's eye is 7.83 hertz. Hertz. Yep. And I don't know if that's correct, but that's what I'm recalling. I will look it up, magic box. And the magic box consult the runes <clears throat> so be very low 7.83 could it be megahertz maybe but regardless of whatever the number is uh it has been increasing and You're has right. been 7.83 hertz okay and it has been increasing and uh there are there is a website that measures the schumann resonance in real time and has been showing you know those increases have been significant and it's i don't know what drives it but i mean the earth itself has a magnetic core right we're told mm, a, we're told a, that. A, some magnetic core and the ley lines and and so forth and of course we're hurtling through space <laughs> people think we're just doing this elliptical or no 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 or flying it's more like a corkscrew inside of an ellipse inside of a it, it's it's a lot of movement, just like electrons uh, f fly around, you know, the nucleus. It's inside of it. it. I think that our galaxy is doing the exact same thing. And so <clears throat> this point in the galaxy you're talking about is a highly photonically charged section of the galaxy. And so those photons are, are impacting the frequency of the planet. And since we are biological beings on the planet it's affecting us and imagine it's also affecting all the other animal and plant life on the planet so if it's affecting you and you're getting happier and more um enlightened and when i say enlightened i mean the ability to carry more light inside your body mm. enlightened is there's a real meaning behind it what is it doing to dogs and cats and primates right. and praying mantises and so forth? Because theoretically, while they're not us, they're very close and they should be able to carry some, some level of frequency. Well, you think of, um, <clears throat> you know, you said 7.83 and then I said that's a very low frequency. Lower frequencies travel f further. Oh, really? Faster. You think of like an elephant. An elephant, they can produce a sound that only other elephants can hear. Like they a can, whale in the ocean. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, elephants can warn other 
herds of danger miles and miles and miles away yeah. from their chests. You know, they're wow. making they're producing this sound that goes that far. So, I mean, like, you take that and you say that a planet is producing a frequency. There's no telling how how far, far that, that thing is going. Yeah. Well, you think you think about it. So, all the planets have dif- different frequencies. Jupiter has a different. So, how do they when if they're all they all have a frequency? What is it doing when they all kind of meet up? I mean, if if that has a frequency and and Saturn has a frequency when it comes to Earth. What's the frequency? I mean, don't, don't you think Probably it all matters? Probably sounds like a galactic octave. Yeah. Like, you know, when you play piano, I, I don't know. You're not a musician. No, I am. If you think about each planet on the musical scale, right? And each planet is a note on the musical mm-hmm. scale. And you play that all at once. Yeah. I bet it sounds like an octave. Yeah. I bet you anything Or some kind of a chord. Yes. Well, that would be something. Right, it is an octave, but it's a chord. It yeah. sounds like a chord. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wonder, that's interesting. I have seen some folks try to interpret that. I'm, I'm not, I mean, so if we're actually going to go that far, I don't think that a planet would carry the same frequency steadily. It could be changing sure. throughout the course of its stress. I would think it would over time. It would be for yeah. sure. And well, I mean, that was just scenarios. explained there. With the Earth is changing now, but is it is the Earth changing like mm-hmm. what you were reading? Is it seven point eight three now? It's seven point eight four, or is it like changing more? That was rapidly? a specific. What did you call it? Schumann. Schumann resonance, which is at, as as of a certain point in time when we began measuring this, and I'm guessing it was probably the seventies. That that Schumann resonance, the earth was at that steady um, Mm -hmm. frequency. And I know for a fact that over, at least since I started paying attention, which was uh, literally around 2012 when I even learned about this, uh, that the earth has definitely increased the frequency. Now, has it stayed at that, that, that moment? No, not necessarily, but it, it definitely goes up and down, or it has been going up and down after a period of tremendous stability. It's, it's uh, cyclical, probably. Oh, I believe probably that. Probably right. Well, it would probably well, just like follow. like the planets are heating up. Well, it, it I mean, follows. that's another thing. All the planets yeah. are heating up. Not just the Earth. I, I totally, I'm, I'm down with uh, mm-hmm. what we've done to destroy this Earth, for sure. Yeah. There's also the, the planets themselves are heating up. Including the, the sun. Solar, our solar system is, yeah. Yep. Well, everything's being drawn in uh, through gravity. So, I mean, like, if uh, there's any kind of life on Mars, which they're showing. Always oh, there. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the rovers and stuff are, are reporting back, like, signs of uh, yeah. life. It's not like it probably was a couple million years ago. You know, right. so like it's at a warmer state now than it was yeah. two mm-hmm. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you could do it on the large scale, but even in the short term, I we're mean, seeing you know, that would, it is warming up. When we were talking, when she was talking about like uh, I don't even know, what you, it was just a couple minutes ago. I was thinking about how like we are space dust. Mm-hmm. Like we that trips me out. Are space, I can't get my head our planet, that. everything is just floating through the. Yep. 
you know, this weird vacuum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so however long there's been a, some kind of people walking on the planet, you know, people die, they get buried, they burn up, they, you know, disintegrate. Energy train changes form. Well, just not just at the energy, but the actual matter, you know, changes mm -hmm. form. And Somebody then, breathes that in. The yeah, like the, like the nine eleven. You know, the, it's, yeah, right. it's like. But then, like, how many times has this process? You know, it's been going on for millions of years. Yeah. I don't know how long. You know, they say that man has been walking the earth for so long, but there's been stuff before that. Right. It's just so weird how we're all like ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That is nuts. I agree with you. I, it blows my mind to think about that. Yeah. You know, the other thing that's interesting is that uh, in between the atoms, the, the atom itself, between the nucleus and the electron and the proton, that's all space. Yeah. We're really just, we're, we're empty. Yeah. We're empty. Yeah. I mean, because the distance between, well, how is it, uh, Kimberly? Can you can you explain it easily? The well, so the space inside of a single cell and the cells being arranged in a format that looks like you, yeah. there's still a ton of space inside of that. Tons. Yeah. It's tons, just, tons. it's like <laughs> unreal. It just depends on the scale. And we're vibrating. We are. That's the frequency thing. That's so it. you're vibrating, so this form is allowed to hold. <laughs> if you were to <laughs> vibrate higher, if you were to vibrate at a higher frequency, Probably the particular configuration that you're in now would not be able to hold. And you go high enough, you'd be turn into light. You become light, yeah. And you're a conductor. You're holding mm -hmm. electricity. Because mm -hmm. you're 90% water. Yep. And it is just fantastic 10 to bullshit. think about it. 10% <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> At least. 90% water, 10% bullshit. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. Yeah. Wise woman. That is so crazy. Yeah. So let's put that together. Yep. So we are, as far as the, 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 the electrons and the neutrons, we are basically empty. We are, we are hollow, vibrating things that are holding a certain form. Mm -hmm. uh, and when that frequency changes, we change form. And we're With, constantly regenerating ourselves, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not the same as it's seven years, every right? Every seven yeah. years, you replace every cell in your body. Isn't yeah. that? I mean, just those things alone yeah. is enough to ponder for a week right, in least. a dark room somewhere. <laughs> just you and ponder that. And, well, not, and well, not to mention, we just brought up, you're flying through space on a spinning ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A bazillion miles an hour. And there's other, you have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We have an audience. <laughs> and we're all doing it. Well, it, it makes you think, back to the very first comment you said, it makes you think that this is all an agreement that we, yeah. we've made together to inhabit this collective reality yeah. that we've decided is, you know, you looking like that and mm -hmm. you looking like that and me looking like this. This is the reality. We're humanoids. and Oh, so... This reality is going to be the humanoid reality. And, and that frequency is 14.6. Yes. Doop, doop, push the button. That's Here it. we are. Here we are experiencing a certain set of uh, things, yeah. filtering it through. Yeah. Our d DNA is storing the information. And is there some 
heavenly cosmic upload portal that all this data goes to. Yeah. All of the sum total of all human experience. And then does that go to modify the next quantum computing experience for another planet? Mm. Another galaxy with a different type of humanoid? Mm. Or some other thing entirely? I don't know, but... It, it's pretty fascinating. I wonder what causes, like, aging. Oh. Oh, we're back to this. Well, like, yeah. You we went always, down this bay. It's, yeah. it's always me, yeah. too. Like, <laughs> like you break. know, the, the, like, over time, your body breaks down. Mm-hmm. And it probably yeah. has to do with f- the frequency that you're... Because, you know, some, like, you go to parts of, like, Tibet or parts of Asia or Africa and people's vibrations are different, you know, and their longevity is different. And then we do all these other things, put poisons in our body, and it changes, it disrupts that flow of energy you know, some people like like you go to yoga. Yeah. You know, you're putting your mind, you're becoming mindful of your body. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what yoga is. It's like you're connecting your mind with your body. And it's like, I don't know. Well, well, think about. Think about all the chants they do. We've we've been down this path before, but all the there there was one particular one in India somewhere, that this woman had a tumor, uh, and they did they they um, they did a uh, what uh, uh, like a circle. Yeah, they and it was a chant. They her. circled up and did it's a, a chant. mantra. Yeah, and they had it on the machine, and it shrank right in front of them. It's oh. the most damn fascinating thing ever. The, the tumor actually shrank, all documented, all understood. You know, because you think about it like, I think that's what we're going to find in the future. I mean, I, I want to invest in frequency, whatever I can do to like, because I think there's something to this. I think they're coming to that anyway. But if you could tune into, oh, okay, so you have lung cancer, that's frequency 1463, and it knocks out only that. When you hit the, hit the button, the, <clears throat> the, the matching frequency or whatever – goes out and only destroys the bad cells. Well, there's about the Rife machine. <clears throat> the Rife machine. There's a, right now, there's this thing going around uh, social media that claims the original sound, the original tone for an A note was 432. Yes. But. It's been changed. It's been, and it's been changed to 440. And some people are saying that it's because 432 is a harm, harmonic tone that heals. 440 is not a re- resonant healing tone, and they were creating it to cause discord. They changed the, wow. the duality. They changed the yes. universal A note. This and I think true. it's kind this of like, well, it's yeah. kind of, I don't know. Cause I've I, heard this from a couple people, but... No one can really explain it except a. Well, what I I've read some stuff and it, some of the explanations are in the Renaissance Baroque era, with the, these huge, uh, what do you call it? Like 
like harpsichords and things? No, like these huge orchestrations that mm-hmm. were written out. But there's like, you know, when you travel, this instrument is not created the same as this one. So it's hard for... Um, uh, the variability in different right. instruments. Because in the past, you know, some instruments were like some of the percussion, like the jawbone of an ass is a vibraslap. And what you're hearing is the teeth rattling inside the skull. You Say know, that again. So it, the job what? the jawbone of an ass. Oh, okay. The jaw. Oh, I is the, what a vibraslap is. So it, <laughs> vibraslap is the name yeah. of the percussion instrument. So, to your point, it was it was real skins, a sinew for the cords. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what they were made of. They weren't made of modern materials, and so they could not always achieve the same tuning. They had a governing body come together and decide of uh, a resonant. Tone. That sounds like the Council of Mycia, mm-hmm. doesn't it? <laughs> Very similar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's yeah. that all about? That sounds important. This was one of the councils that decided what was included in the Bible. Oh. I should know that. Then. No, it's okay. <laughs> I should know that. It just, it just shows you that on, on some level, guys, when we restarted this, this is a collective reality a collective holographic reality that we've chosen to be in. Yeah. Because these two things that he, this, these two things, the what's, which books are in the Bible and, you know, the music frequency police had decided that this is what it was going to mm-hmm. be. And so, and so it is. So right. mote it be. And it just shows you that you can unselect that as well if you choose to. But you were going down the path. Uh, you you zagged on me. I thought you were going to talk about health and why we are limited to a certain age. And I was gonna. Uh, I was about to share that. I know we've talked about this, but I've just recently heard about the uh, more about the telomeres. And as as we've mentioned. In our DNA, at some point 200,000 years ago, we were limited. Our age was limited mm-hmm. to about 120 years or so. You want to explain the telomeres a little? So, Well, there are the, the, uh, the ends of the cells that mm-hmm. ha- have these caps on the end of them called telomeres. And the telomeres can lengthen, and essentially when they are constantly re- renewing your cellular structure when they they keep going but when they start to degrade then you age and apparently that is controlled by somehow and I don't pretend to understand it controlled by by DNA so the myelination on the telomeres is controlled by DNA and eventually they go out but there were some studies with mice that showed when they removed that limitation in the lab, the mice lived three times as long. So it stands to reason that also would happen for us. But am I living three times as long with a broken ass back and stuff like that? Or am I living three times longer? With you wouldn't be broken. Huh. You would heal, as as JP was talking about earlier. You, you would be renewing and healing yourself. But let me say this. So I believe that there has been some... DNA limitation placed on us that makes us die faster. And when you die faster, you can't reach enlightenment. 
because I mean, we've all been on this <clears throat> this planet a few, you know, several decades at this point. And it's taken us those several decades to get to the point where we are. And if the average human lifespan is 80 and we make it there, you know, we've got a handful more decades, each of us, to get to that point where we're fully enlightened. And then you got to start over again. Right. And <clears throat> from zero. That's and And damn it, right? Now, maybe it's good and maybe it's not. Dolores Cannon talks about the starting over is a gift because if you are burdened by the memories of everything you did and all your regrets from all these different lives, lives that you've lived, you can't fully inhabit this one. And so the forgetting is a gift, but the short life is not, not necessarily. So that's, that's mm. the, I wouldn't want to live for a long time if I couldn't be fully regenerated. Right. I, I wouldn't want to live in pain. I wouldn't want to live with chronic, you know, problems. And we haven't talked about Hermes Trismegistus and we're going to do that another time, but the the you know Hermes Tres what? Trismegistus. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, haha. Um also known as Thothi Atlantean is the same dude. Oh. And the regenerative chambers inside the pyramids where there's a website now that you can go three-dimensional through the chambers. I saw. Really? It was incredible. I was playing around with that last week. Can you put that link up for us? Yeah, yeah. share that link. It's really magnificent mm. to get to go in some inside of some of those those tombs. Well, they're not tombs. Really. Quite a those, few people have done So apparently you could do an overnight stay in there. Yeah. Uh, Art Bell did it. A few people have done it. Art Bell had a whole experience about it, but costs a lot of money. Yeah, but you can. Uh, some people have had out of body experiences in there. I don't doubt it for a second. Well, so we were talking about aging and the telomeres, and you know, being engineered to die early versus live long. So, I I do believe that we've been messed with, and uh, as a, as a species, that's been changed, and. It's been taken out of our hands, and we're just now understanding that that's the truth. Who's changed it in, in this, this? I believe the Anunnaki. Yes, I believe it was the Anunnaki. They came and they took a humanoid species that was not quite Homo sapien. This was the one before. Linda calls Homo sapien sapien. So, so they took they took the one before, and they modified it so that that one wouldn't be as spiritual and connected to the earth mm. and that it could live in artificial environments and that it would not live very long and it would it would work hard it would worship deities it would be look, afraid of death and look outside itself for the answers instead of inside so all those things we've been laboring under for generations hundreds of thousands of years supposedly and uh, we're now at the point where we understand it, and hopefully we can transcend this before the Earth resets again, if it in fact does reset again, as many are suggesting. So it's it's reset so many times, you guys, that I can't believe it's not going to happen again if the An Anunnaki or whoever's managing things here doesn't get their way. Pulling the strings. There's certainly a, 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 a there seems to be a battle. 
between a certain way of living and another way of living? And is it still the same old battle between Enki and Enlil? Is it still the same battle? We're There's still in the same drama? Some stuff going on in in uh like pop culture right now with Dave Chappelle and Kanye West and uh-huh. you know what I mean? Have you heard any about that? I'm not gonna get into it, but What, the Jewish thing? Yeah. There's yeah, like it's you just, know. to me that just seems like the same old crap or I can't believe. Well, yeah, let's not get into that. I can't believe we're going through all this. I, well, it's just the whole point is mind. there People is so uh, rivalries going on. There's, um, you know, people in the shadows that are twisting things. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, this is a this planet has duality. Yes, mm-hmm. black, white, yin, yeah, yang. Right, right, right. Uh, Good and evil. There are at least two sides, correct? Mm -hmm. And so it seems to me that the same old fight that we've read about in all the holy books is still at play. And the same fundamental archetypes are at odds with each other. And whether you call it the shadow government or you call it you know, a Zionist conspiracy uh, or Illuminati. there's so many different names for it. I think it's fundamentally the same mindsets that are battling it out. And we're just, maybe we're non-player characters. I don't know. We're in the mix <clears> here. <throat> um, and I think that there, the balance is constantly shifting hither and yon. And the question is, is there anything we can do to decide which side of that uh, spiritual war we wish to be on? And the Tibetans, the Buddhist monks would say yes. Certain Carmelite nuns would say yes. These are folks who spend... Carmelite nuns? Carmelite nuns. Oh. They, they spend their whole Carmelite. days... <laughs> he's he's trying they spend all their days in 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 meditation and prayer and their prayers are part of that spiritual warfare battle between dark and light and keeping that um continuous prayer going right is part of what keeps the balance and whenever a fear event happens on our planet a massive fear event, and we all know that we've had several of those in our lifetimes. Imagine what that does right. to the balance. And that's all I need to say. You can extrapolate from there what I'm getting at. That, And then when you add additional photonic light from the sun and you add climate challenges and f- more fear and darkness so wait um darkness meaning uh no sunshine <laughs> you said you talked about a reset but you're not not the political part of the reset no, uh, no. what's a reset look like is it a pole shift is it a yeah what it, is it it could be any of that yeah because the a solar have, flare a pole shift something natural a war a lot of abductees have talked about it this, could be a war about what about not. apparently what the aliens have said um, the grace, particularly about what's going to happen. 
and it, and it's it is it's it's called a reset, and that's what the that's a big part of uh, it. Which are you talking about the pole shift or? Well, no, it's not about? just a pole shift. It could be uh, 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 the pulse from the sun EMP oh, or absolutely e, a, a, is it e? a solar flare EMP yeah. electromagnetic EMP. magnetic yeah. pulse. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. There could just. I mean, it could be. We've had those yeah. before, and it. Volcanic. But there weren't. They weren't so many people on the planet, and there weren't so many electronics. Mm-hmm. As there are now. That's the one that, like, I do some prep and stuff, and I'm certainly, I keep up to date. I go through my little, you know, my my garage of it, and I'm like, I got this. I better get new stuff of this. But the EMP is the one I think of. And maybe not. Maybe, um, you know, there's a new show out called The Peripheral. Have you seen that? I've heard of it. It's on, uh, I think it's it's Amazon or somebody. but they talked. They called it the jackpot. That's Philip Dick, right? Is that uh, or is Neil? It, is it Philip it Dick is, or Neil is Gaiman? A, it is a book. It was yes, a book. peripherals. Yeah, yes, the okay. peripheral. Yeah, I have that. It's really good. Um, and and they they called the end of days was called the jackpot because three things happened. First, uh, all the electric went out. The whole the whole grid started somewhere else, ended in North America. It has to. And the whole grid popped and just went out, and it was dark. And they showed this really great graphic of it. But that's the thing that, for me, it, we, we don't need to go down all this dark place. But for me, I, I'm thinking I'm going to save my family for about three months. After that, who knows what's going to happen. But I'm always thinking it's what is it without electric. That, to me, seems like the most logical thing to prep for. Mm-hmm. You know, a nuclear, sure. You know, you get your, you get your. Do you want to survive that. a nuclear? I don't know. I don't but know if I do. I don't know either, but I, I like to. Uh, but electricity, yes. Think about that one because out. that one makes a lot of sense. To William me. Gibson. That's right. That's a really good show. Um, there was that. Then there was um, the last one. No, then there was disease and plague, and the last one was nuclear. So those three things happened all at once. And they called it the jackpot, and that's what got them to uh, future London, where there was one-eighth of the population wiped out, eight billion people. But that was in the future where we would have had a little more people. Well, plagues are—we've had a few plagues in recorded history. Certainly we've heard the Atlantis story, Atlantis Mm -hmm. story, where things sank. Um, which is they're also finding, they're the, finding so much stuff the on that. Noah story, the Noah's Ark story. Mm-hmm. I think Atlantis and Noah's Ark could be the same thing. Ararat. Where is where do they think that thing was? Because there's a yeah. giant possible ark up in the top of a mountain. I think that was debunked. Was it? I think so. Ararat. Ararat. Mount Ararat. Ararat. Yeah. Mount Ararat. Ah, yes, I remember seeing the yeah, was the special. photo. Yeah. I think it's in Kentucky now. Off of I seventy five. At the Creation Museum. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just We should take a road trip down there. We gotta go. I don't want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I just I thought the Ark was a spaceship. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) It it's I guess what I'm just Where are the propellers at? Propellus. There's <laughs> propellus. 
it just it it's I'm in awe of the the complexity and the layers and layers and layers of story on top of you know these happenings that we're talking about and the when I say layers of complexity I'm also talking about the esoteric part of it you know the fact that there's symbology and then there's mm -hmm. things that are real mm -hmm. and then there's things that are you know energetic and it's right. like I I do have a hard time on any given day with my small human brain containing all of this information and trying to make sense of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I do too. Sometimes I'm like, I, I, I just, I'm going to stick with one because there, there are a lot there. You know, we were initially talking about, uh, we were going to come on tonight and talk a little bit about uh, wh what are the aliens saying? What is, what Bring are the, it. you know, Bring well, it. Frame it up for me. I don't know. We didn't really go too far down this. Uh, it somehow turned into the frequency episode, it which did. is cool. I like it. Which yeah, is not which what is we're planning to do. But well, you you're saying what what would the what do the aliens? What want are they for saying us? that the future saying? holds? It, it was more or less oh. what I was. Okay, go yeah. go for it. I know you've yeah. listened. I've only got you've a got couple. some ideas, some data points. Well, I mean, we already kind of covered this. The fact that there is a upcoming cataclysm. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's everywhere in the abduction, in the abduction scenarios. It is everywhere. It's it's interesting how they talk about. It. They say first they, and this isn't in everyone, but let's say, you know, let's say there's a million abductions. I would say somewhere along the line of, you know, five hundred thousand. You're hearing kind of the same thing. They they show. Uh, First, they show uh, the devastation we've done to the planet, how unhappy they are. And I'm talking about the Greys. This really is kind of the Greys story, the okay. abductions with the Greys. Okay. I mean, the Nordics and the Tall Whites, and there, there's a whole world there. And there was certainly Billy Myers. He had a whole other scenario. There's a lot of scenarios. But, but what I'm saying is in just your, your, um, your run-of-the-mill abduction, you know, your, uh, just your simple... Bologna and cheese abduction. <laughs> Bologna and cheese. Um, they talk about that, first of all, we're doing this to the planet. And they show them images. There's a lot of like imagery associated with it. And the second part is an upcoming um, cataclysm. And like uh, Jim Sparks was a really, really pretty well-known guy. Uh, there's quite a few of them that say that. Jim Mars? They, Jim Sparks. Jim Sparks. Who's that? Yeah, he he was a he was an abductee for years, mm -hmm. and he was abducted by the Greys. And it it's a there's a lot to this story. I, I may sound like I'm general, generalizing it, but um, they're preparing the people that they abducted to help out, almost like show the other people to the ships. That's what fascinates me because there, okay. there, really there's quite a few of those. It's not like just one person said it or another. There's quite a few of these stories. But are you supposed to go to the ship or not go to the ship? No, uh, the, abduct, the abducted people are there to help us or the others that haven't been no, abducted. But that's, get what to the ship. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't know. I don't know. Is, I don't is, know. Is that? That's a big question. Yeah. But what I are must they have telling heard us? This, I must have heard this ten times, huh? What are they telling us, though? Where are they taking us? Where are they taking us? <laughs> no, they're what getting us they off the planet. What are they? 
how are they telling us? What are they telling us? You're saying you're giving the scenario in which somebody has been told something. Right. But what are they telling us? Why are we going to the ship? Uh, for safety. safety. The idea was from... because the cataclysm is happening. But what is the cataclysm? Well, they talk about a lot of different catastrophe. ones. Catastrophe. What is the uh, catastrophe? They'll, they'll show the earth on fire. Or they'll show, obviously, the power grid out. They'll show uh, uh, volcanism. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios there. But it's always some sort of like intense happening to the earth, and the idea is to shuffle them on to the ships, and you're and you're there to help them. Jim Sparks is a cool so one let's for that. let's let's break this down. Why do we think the the Greys who've been abducting us for years? Yeah. Why would they want to save us and get us on their ships so <clears throat> that we don't die? See when you when you brought up that question what are they trying to tell us i was also kind of thinking of and this kind of goes in the same uh direction of like what people are interpreting that Mm -hmm. like whether it's through hieroglyphics or through earthworks or through temples or yeah Oh, that's cool. Pyramids. Right, right. Well, like, I was just talking straight up abductions, what you, they've been told. <laughs> I'm going to turn this TV off. Hold on a second. We're watching TV? Well, it just keeps flashing. It's oh, oh, oh. Um, so you've got all these, uh, like, just say the pyramids, for example. You know, some there's all this struggle in trying to figure out, like, you know, who built it, how they built it, yada, yada, yada. So one of the theories is that it was built by... You know, the Anunnaki. Well, ex- some kind of extraterrestrial, right? Or at least helped. But what are those things? What are they there to represent? Are they pointing us in a direction? Orion. Are, are they pointing Uh-oh. us in a direction like uh, same with? Um, the Pleiades. There was one that was yeah. There was one that was found under well, before Norse Norse Lake was Norse Lake. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Tennessee, there was, and they say that that was built by Egyptians. Sure, yeah. In Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thousands of years ago. But my point is, just like to taking the abduction and setting it aside for mm-hmm. a second, the stuff that we have physically that we see. Yeah, crop circles. Are those are also one. crop circles? Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it mathematically. There's a lot of great things in crop circles. Well, you know what's weird about crop circles is we never really knew about crop circles till when? Till we looked. Till we could fly. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. You wouldn't have seen them otherwise. Like the Nazca right. lines. They, they were just, you know, yeah, Nazca yeah. lines. <laughs> they were just there in the field. He was like, what the hell? Is yeah, that's, yeah, cool that's good. That's interesting. You're yeah. right. So, like, what are they trying to tell us through these things? If, if those are uh, essentially, you know, um, some kind of sign from... Well, the other thought was, <clears throat> and, and this is something I heard too, it was a theory um, uh, Pope, Nick Pope had, mm-hmm. um, that they're almost like tattoos for the earth that help settle the earth down. That these are, these are um, uh, symbols. S- yeah, uh, sacred geometry mm-hmm. that is put actually on the earth to keep the earth settled from 
all the major uh it's like reiki uh, yeah the earth. yeah well, have you seen video of that's a trippy way to think of it huh because i don't i've never never thought of it that mm-hmm. way have you seen video of these anomalies or ufos i think it was like places in wales or england or something where like they show these ufos like flying and darting around these fields and it's like right where there was a crop circle making one yeah Quickly, they do it. Yeah, yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, that's right. It was like in search of or something, or like you know, unsolved mysteries. There's quite a few of them in England, which is interesting that that's that one spot that they do a lot of them in. Yeah, well, there's a lot of that weird stuff, Stonehenge, and Mm -hmm. over there in the. It's obviously a a highly charged area. Yeah, probably lots of portals. My like vortexes. There's a couple out west Mm -hmm. in Oregon and California, but going back to what i was saying is like could those perhaps whether even if they're man-made be part of a bigger you know like a guide mm-hmm. to like hey when when these have you heard any stories of abductees that are saying we need to go to and i think maybe i'm getting this from like the movie signs <laughs> but like right. they've got to be some kind of a sign like what where to go like some kind of a geographical marker you know what i mean oh like guidance like guidance okay. like hey meet up at the oh right at Mm-mm. the uh I've temple never heard that one um never well there's only much. two ways to survive the sort of cataclysm that you all are describing one is to go off planet in a spaceship until it's done okay technically we don't know how to do that yeah like there's no evidence that that's i'm working on something okay. but it's gonna take a couple it's years gonna take take a minute all right so the second thing is to go underground yeah those are the only ways to survive the kinds of things you're talking there's about there's plenty of space down there there's plenty of aliens down there too yeah i mean all of that supposed so i mean you either need to get busy getting up in the up up above, or get Start busy digging. getting underneath. So what we, what we have now, other. even though we've made great strides in our, you know, even our pri- you know, like Musk and and uh, what's his name, Bezos, with his giant cock shit. <laughs> yeah, the there's that is like nothing. You've got to go up there for years. Right. You know. Do you know we've only been twenty miles? Is that what it is? Twenty miles into the Earth, the Russians have gone the farthest. I don't even that's think it's. I think it's like eight miles. That's all we know. Is it eight? I think it's I eight it was, miles. I'll look it up. But we know more about space than we do what's inside our our own Earth. It's interesting. I think because we, they were drilling in Antarctica, and mm-hmm. they got to where they're like, we just can't go any further. Yeah. The Russians and, and the there's eight miles in. Oh, was it eight? Did I, I think, think so. Okay. In, in the big scheme of things, eight miles is like there's still another. They can't go any further in Antarctica. They reach the center. What's going on? No, like like they can't get any further down. Like the the drills won't drill any oh, further. Oh, it's too hard or yeah. or whatever. Too it's just too far. It's like, ah, I see. Can't get them down in there. Yeah, there's a time where like you can't actually. It's just like uh, with mushrooms, spores can only multiply so long so far yeah. and then it just doesn't work anymore well you're right well it, 
Is it eight miles? Eight miles. You're right. Almost uh, 40,000 feet or eight miles deep. That's the current record. Eight miles. And how many I miles? Mean, like, yeah, that's like barely picking a scab. And like we were talking one one episode, we were talking about like how do you how do people know that how, how how do we know how old the moon is? It's like well how do we how do we really know what the core of that's right the planet is? It's, you know scientific studies are showing that nobody you know the lava might only be or like not lava but um what's what's inside magma 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 might just be encasing some well like the hollow earth that apparently in the hollow earth theory the the molten part is uh like like where the volcanoes can shoot up and where all that comes from is only a thin crust layer it's a layer after that there is a you know it's supposed to be very cavernous and, and possibly even have its own atmosphere yeah. I mean, insane, and I like I, I and really enjoy those stories a yeah. lot because yeah. I could see that stuff being real. That's where I really the machine should. elves come from. Yep. I saw probably a lot down there, and they were probably said, "Fuck these guys! So mm. Let's just let's just pretend they don't exist because we got a lot going on down here." Well, we, why would they want us coming down there to mess up their their ecosystem? We already have with there. nuclear war. Yeah. Or, I mean, nuclear bombs. All kinds Christ, of things. We set them off inside the earth. All kinds of things. And I would imagine that, <coughs> you know, that Schumann resonance we talked about earlier, imagine if, if you're inside the earth even deeper, yeah. how much more attuned that you would need to be uh, just because you're closer to her heartbeat, so to speak, just to right. be poetic about it. And... Oh, that's interesting. We're just so disconnected here. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't think we want to be. I don't want to be. That's an abduction story, too, is the idea that we're, we're a much more, um, we are way more physical than spiritual, and we have gotten so far away from our spiritual side. It's the density. That it's crushing us. There's, it's like yeah. the density. And the only way to get to back to that spiritual side and your connection with nature is to to transcend it through meditation, to visualize, and to spend time in nature. That's really the only way. I mean, there literally is no other way you can do it. Get grounded. Absolutely. Start playing with your pineal gland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. You're scared you start playing with that pineal gland, pine kid. <laughs> scared me there for a second. I was wondering where he was going. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Well, I think we have definitely explored a whole lot tonight, yeah. and yeah. and as usual, we didn't talk about what we planned to talk about. But no, we just had a going. great time with the uh, consciousness and thought, and leaving leaving you with the idea that are there is there a force that's creating a collective vibration that all of us are willingly and perhaps unconsciously living inside of and can we as individual sovereign beings transcend that to create more light inside of us and more light for each other I think next time we can talk more about that as we uncover the gray area